What's good, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Trade for Yourself podcast, where my mission here is very simple. I just want to help you learn how to trade for yourself. Please like, please subscribe, please share the episode. I would really, truly appreciate it. Also, please note, I am not a financial advisor and I do not manage money professionally. So please do your research before investing into any stock. About a month or so ago, I did an Amazon stock analysis episode. And in that episode, I outlined why I thought Amazon was a good company. But Amazon had a bad Q1 earnings report. So I need to come back, double back again, and answer the question, how bad was Amazon's last earning report, okay? Now, the earnings were not bad, but still, we need to put our investor hat on and we need to deep down and see if Amazon, if Amazon is still a valuable company and if the best days are ahead of them or not behind them. Okay, so if we look at this article right here, Amazon shares fall 14% for the worst day since 2006, okay? The company gave lighter than expected revenue guidance for the current quarter. And Amazon also recorded a 7.6 billion loss on its investment in electric vehicle maker Rivian, which lost more than half its value in the quarter. Now, if you've been keeping up with the electric vehicle space and Rivian's IPO, this has really been the talk of the town in terms of Wall Street. Now, you already know what we got to do. We got to break down the earnings. So let's go to Amazon.com Investor Relations and let's look at the Amazon first quarter results. Okay, so if we look at this and we look at some key things, okay, so really Amazon's earnings really got beat to sleep. Okay, they got demolished. It was like they got beat by 40 points, you know, in December you know, in a road regular season NBA game. Like, it was horrible. But let's look at the bright spots first before we really, truly dig deep down into them. Okay, so their net sales increased 7% to $116.4 billion in the quarter compared with $108.5 billion in the quarter year over year. Now, this is very good because it shows that they're still growing revenue. Now also this now also Amazon has an 2 year annual growth rate at 25% which is higher than what it was doing at the beginning of the pandemic so the business is still growing which is still something that is solid and something that is good but now let's look at everything else okay operating cash flow decreased 41% to 39.3 billion compared to 67.2 billion year over year free cash flow decreased to 18.6 billion compared with an inflow of 26.4 billion the previous year free cash flow less principal repayments of finance leases and financial obligations decreased to 29.3 billion compared with an inflow of 14.9 billion Okay, so we're looking at all these things. Also, one last thing, operating income decreased to 3.7 billion compared with 8.9 billion the year prior. And the net loss was 3.8 billion in the first quarter or $7.56 per share compared with a net income of 8.1 billion 
or 15.79 cents per share. Now, we look at this loss. They had a pre-tax valuation loss of 7.6 billion due to their investment in Rivian Automotive. Now, to me, sometimes you make an investment and it's just not good. It's sometimes you make an investment and it's just not good. And I'm not really too worried about this because Amazon is trying to be very strategic, okay? They're trying to really use electric trucks in terms of what they're doing with their delivery and their logistics over the long term. And so they considered Rivian as a good investment and as a good partner. Now, when Rivian IPO'd, this was a high flyer. But now I believe that Rivian's valuation is probably at or lower than what it was pre-IPO. Please don't quote me on that. Please do your own research on that. But a lot of investors, a lot of big public publicly traded companies have really been taking a beating due to Rivian. I know that Ford, they had to let they had, they had to let go some of their stake in Rivian because they decided to take a capital loss as well. So sometimes you take losses and it's not really that big of a deal. But if they would not have had this loss, they actually would have made money in the quarter, even though they would have been very much lower than what the analysts had actually anticipated. Okay, so let's let's talk about what CEO Andy Jassy says. CEO Andy Jassy said that the pandemic and subsequent war in Ukraine have brought unusual growth and challenges. With AWS, key there, AWS, Amazon Web Services, okay, that's very important, growing 34% annually over the last two years and 37% year over year in the first quarter, AWS has been integral in helping companies weather the pandemic and move more of their workloads into the cloud, okay? Our consumer business has grown 23% annually over the past two years with extraordinary growth in 2020, of 39% year over year that necessitated doubling the size of our fulfillment network that we built over Amazon's first 25 years and doing so in just 24 months. Today, as we are no longer chasing physical or staffing capacity, our teams are squarely focused on improving productivity and cost efficiencies throughout our fulfillment network. We know how to do this and have done it before. This may take some time, particularly as we work through ongoing inflationary and supply chain pressures, but we see encouraging progress on a number of customer experience dimensions, including delivery, speed performance, as we're now approaching levels not seen since the months immediately preceding the pandemic in early 2020. Now, what does that paragraph mean? Okay. The first thing is the main reason why Amazon dropped, okay, is because of what they trade on, okay? Every company has a certain metric that they trade on. Amazon trades on e-commerce and what they can do in sales in, on Amazon.com, okay? Delivering packages to consumers, what kind of revenue and what kind of profit can they get from that, okay? Even though I believe Amazon's main growth driver is Amazon Web Services, you still have to take into account that Amazon trades on e-commerce. So investors are not going to let them off of the hook because they're not doing well on e-commerce because of the net sales they're bringing in from e-commerce, okay? So what's going to happen right now is that 
or what has happened is that Amazon has spent a lot of money trying to pretty much build up their fulfillment network in order to be able to meet the demand. Now that the demand has subsided, now Amazon is now focused on making sure that they can pretty much mitigate those costs, mitigate those risks and get back to where they need to be. If you look at it, shipping a container overseas is now double in price the amount of what it was pre-pandemic. You look at the price of oil. He said the war in Ukraine, we already know what's going on with the with the impending Russian oil embargo. We're looking at oil looking at about 1.5 times what it was this time last year, this time two years ago. Okay. Prices are increasing, but Amazon is still a good business. And I still believe that they will be able to weather this storm nonetheless. Okay. So, you know, I've always talked about how we want to get businesses that are increasing revenue. Okay. That, that are increasing revenue and increasing profit year over year, adding value to shareholders, things like that. The one thing that I want to tell you is that you need to be patient with Amazon. And if we look at Amazon, Amazon is probably going to underperform the market in my estimation over the next 12 to 18 months. And I'm going to tell you why. So I want to pull up these annual earnings estimates. Okay. And I'm going to zoom in a little bit because I want to make sure that everybody is really, truly able to see this and see why this is important. Okay. I like to look at, I like to look at annual earnings estimates year over year because quarter over quarter can, can differentiate depending on what's going on in every single quarter. Sometimes, sometimes certain quarters are seasonally high. Sometimes they're seasonally low. For example, Amazon Prime Day is a big day and it yields about a 400 basis point increase in terms of revenue and profit to the business. Okay. And last year, Amazon Prime Day occurred in Q2. Now, Amazon Prime Day is going to occur in Q3. So now you see, I don't, you see now that's going to affect the year over year estimates because Prime Day is now positioned in a different quarter. Let's just look at everything from a year over year standpoint and let's just make it easier on ourselves. So I want us to focus on the annual earnings estimate. Okay, so these annual earnings estimates are in terms of EPS, that is earnings per share. How much profit, okay, is the business generating per share? In 2021, Amazon generated $64.81 per share. Okay, now these estimates are from eTrade.com and the analysts, in my opinion, do a pretty good job of being able to evaluate what the estimates are. Because Amazon reported a loss in this last quarter, the, the expectations are now lower for this year. We're looking from $64.81. We're looking at it to come down to $15.97 for 2022. I mean, that's not good. In 2023, we're looking at $53.28. Now, that's a pretty big jump from what we're looking at in 2022. Now, the price has came down on Amazon stock, and it's justified. But if you just stay the course, look at where we go from 2023 to 2044. They're annually expecting... $53.28 in 2023. And now we're jumping all the way up to $85.29 per share in 2024. 
moving on 2025 we're looking at 119 dollars per share now now full disclosure these are only estimates these are not guarantees it does not mean that amazon will be able to deliver these numbers also just because amazon is able to deliver these numbers it's not it does not mean it is not 100 guaranteed that it's going to be baked into the stock price however if Amazon is able to deliver this number by 2025, you're looking at almost a doubling of profit per share over a four-year time span. Now, is there going to be some pain that you're going to have to deal with in Amazon over the next 12 months or the next 18 months? Yes. Are you going to have to deal with some pain? But this is the silver lining here. We have to be long-term investors, okay? We have to be long-term investors. Now, we're looking at the annual earnings estimate. Now we got to look at the chart because the price is very, very important. And we need to put some things into perspective here before we go any further. Now, at the recording of this video, Amazon is at $2,175.78, okay? This matches up perfectly with a previous all-time high of the stock pre-pandemic, Okay, pre-pandemic, this stock was at $2,185.95. So pretty much, okay, all of the growth, okay, which is astounding, all of the growth that Amazon had over the pandemic has now been erased. There are a lot of stocks out here that have erased pandemic growth. We're looking at Shopify, you know, that has, that has pretty much erased a lot of growth, but that's okay. I just want you to put this into perspective and ask yourself this question as an investor. Do you believe that Amazon is a better ran company now than it was then? I also want you to ask yourself, do you believe that Amazon can fix these problems? Okay, look, again, as I said in the opening intro, I am not a financial advisor, nor that I am a fiduciary. I do not manage money professionally. However, Amazon is about to perform a 20 to one split. That is going to put the stock at these levels sub $125 per share, okay? I will always preach anybody that comes into contact with me about investing first. Start with the long-term. Understand that you need to buy the S&P 500 first every single month to build the habit to build the habit of investing. Then you look at certain companies, certain companies that you have done the research on, that you believe in, that you have been strategic and you have actually done the work on to then look and see, okay, where can I find some value here? Where can I get stocks on a discount? Where can I get a good stock at a position to where I can benefit for, from it in the long term? Look, we're in 2022, okay? I'm just asking you to stay long-term. I'm asking you to, to, to put money to work over the next three to five years. If you're able to put money to work in this company over the next three to five years, I really truly believe that you will be rewarded. The people, the investors, the, one who, the ones who lock in during this bear market time in the NASDAQ and the potential bear market that we are about to have in the S&P 500, these are the people and the individuals that, be, that will be rewarded 
over the long term. Okay, so this is this is amazing. Okay, this is a great drop, but it does not mean that Amazon will not fix these issues. And like I said, Amazon is a very good company. Okay, and with Amazon being this cheap, by the time they get ready to split, it's really going to be a situation to where I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my hands off of it. Okay, it's really a situation to where it's the, it's so cheap that. I really may need to start adding shares, okay? Start adding shares whenever stocks are low, okay? Let's go back to the weekly chart and let's look at the weekly chart here and let's really look at this for perspective, okay? So Amazon was trading above $3,700 a share, $3,700 a share. We're now below $2,200 a share. Ask yourself a question. Would you rather have Amazon at $3,700? Or would you rather have Amazon sub 2200? I, I think we already know the answer to that question. And this is one thing that I will guarantee you as well. Amazon may have came down a lot and Amazon may not be growing as much as what we thought it was going to grow this year. But I'm telling you this, we are a lot closer to the bottom than we are to the top. Let me repeat this again. Even though Amazon is not expected to grow as much as we think it will, or as much as we thought it would, if you buy it right here, it is a lot closer to the bottom than it is to the top. And if you buy it right here and you believe in the business, just continue to average down. Look, all of these companies have kryptonite. Okay, all of these companies have issues. No company is foolproof. Okay, the best companies in the world still have issues, still have supply chains, still have unnecessary costs, still have so many things that they have to deal with on a daily, quarterly, yearly basis to be able to add value to shareholders. So please do not give up on this company yet and continue to do your research. Amazon has to deal with a lot of unnecessary costs and things that they didn't believe that they had to deal with. But remember, as I will always say, two things about Amazon. First thing, Amazon is about Amazon Web Services, the cloud, the largest cloud provider in the world, okay? That is what Amazon is about. Amazon is still growing that business plus 30% year over year. That's the major growth driver. Even though they're trading on e-commerce right now, it's a very good possibility in the next three to five years, Amazon could be trading on Amazon Web Services. And that's going to get you the growth that you need. Also, the logistics business. Amazon is positioning themselves and making the investment to where not only are they going to be delivering Amazon packages, but they're also going to be delivering packages from UPS, delivering packages from FedEx, delivering packages from USPS, delivering packages from all the others, from all the other stores that you like. They'll be delivering packages from Walmart, Target, any other. They're trying to be the true logistics company. On top of that, think about what they're doing from an entertainment standpoint with Amazon Prime Video. They have the exclusive rights to Thursday night football, okay? NFL, that is a big deal. They're trying to increase that content. Also, look at the acquisition of MGM Studios, which is a perfect, which is a perfect marriage with them and Amazon Prime Video. In addition to that, Amazon is also creating 
a, a an advertising business that's going to yield billions of dollars year over year. Trust me, this is not the time to give up on Amazon. This is the time to lock in and double down on Amazon. As always, please like the video, guys. Please like the video. Please subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you can be in the know every time I drop an episode. Let me know if Amazon is too cheap right here and you just got to buy these shares once they get ready to split. As always, don't pay for it. Trade for it. Catch y'all on the next one.